Welcome, baseball fans. It's time for the Running the Bases podcast. I'm Tucker Wells, joined as always by Coach Jordan Bounds. Coach, what a week it's been. Yeah, what a week it's been. Yeah, uh, we are going to talk just briefly about the election uh, at the end of the show. So if you've had enough of election talk, and God knows we don't blame you, um, that'll be at the end. Uh, but let's start by the greatness that was the 2016 World Series. Uh, the last show we did was right before Game 6. Game 6, Game 7. What a series. It's sadly been overshadowed almost completely at this point. But um, let's go back. The World Series, the the Game 7, start with that. H- how how did you feel watching that game? Oh, I was just delighted. It was a great game. Uh, it, you know, uh, my son and I have argued whether this was the greatest Game 7 ever. You know, I, I'll always think the... 1960 game seven might have been better um the uh and 91 but i mean regardless it was great for baseball yeah i was really i mean speechless as i am kind of right now just thinking back on it i i one of my first reactions to the game was that uh madden had to be glad that they uh voted for manager of the year before the series began I I would have to agree entirely. <laughs> I mean, he did the best he could, but using uh, Chapman like that for three games in a row, what, what, what did can you explain what a total loss of faith that is in your bullpen? No, I don't necessarily. You go with your best uh at you know, uh in the series. And we've seen, I mean, think was uh, Bochi showing a complete lack of faith in his uh, staff when he pitched Bumgarner every inning uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, Raleigh Fingers pitched in seven games. You know, uh, Eckersley pitched in six games. You know, I mean, um, it, you know, there. This is not unusual for World Series. Yeah, but for Madden, who who has really built a good bit of his reputation on just knowing his players so well bringing Lester in in a dirty inning and then the way he took him out and he, he seemed to have lost that yeah, so yeah, I mean yeah that that's true so was it just that the moment was was bigger than even he could could have fathomed oh, it just didn't work out I mean but in the end it did you know so right right all right so when it rained when the rain delay happened you know your thoughts at that moment um that it was going to be a long night. I didn't know that it, the rain delay would be that short. Yeah. I mean, it certainly did shift momentum and, uh, it, uh, the whole thing was great. I, I, you know, this is one of those things I don't want to analyze too much. It was just a rewarding escape. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we need baseball for yes. more than anything at this point in time. Um, finally though, Jason Hayward, $184 million motivational speaker worth every penny, right? Well, and you know that the Cardinals are probably going to sign Dexter Fowler to like, eh, uh, right, yeah, <laughs> this year, you know, but. yeah, Dexter having turned down the qualifying oh, offer, right. he will not be coming back on a discount this year, um, you know, and then for the Cubs, uh, 108 years, uh, where does baseball go now for the next great story? Is it, 
you know, is it the Indians now? They're pushing the boulder up the mountain, or are we just going to sit back and enjoy watching how this Cubs potential dynasty plays out? Uh, no, I, I baseball always has stories. I mean, whether it was the 1914 Miracle Braves to, you know, the 91 uh, worst to first, both the Twins and the, the Braves, uh, yeah, uh, the Red Sox, uh, they've been around forever. You know, these stories are always there. The Indians haven't won since 49 or 48. I mean. Right. Um, going into uh, 2017, what storyline are you going to be most intrigued by? Or do you have one in mind that you're looking forward to seeing? I mean, obviously, there's a lot going on with our hometown Braves that's right, intriguing. Is. but the, the uh, It'll be interesting to see what the new collective bargaining agreement brings. Yeah, very true. Uh, with, in particular, qualifying offers and draft picks since right. those as assets have become so huge. Well, congratulations to Cubs fans. I mean, enjoy i mean i i feel so bad for him that they do you hear that you know the, i forgot her name the woman that was 108 years old who last saw you know she died today oh really <laughs> yeah, I know. she's like the last human being alive right, when right. when the cubs won it the first time around no i didn't she was see a that, cubs but... fan you know so. oh well there you go go out on top i guess right. um all right so now we are into the postseason uh we're gonna go first to third on uh some awards and some reactions to some early free agent signings, uh, both of which, most notable, happened with our Braves. Um, but the awards, we are on to the week of the meaningful awards. We have MVP, Cy Young, Rookie of the Year, Manager of the Year, and uh, Most Improved Player, Comeback Player of the Year. So let's start with the MVP. Coach, American League, begin with that. All right. You, it's going to be Trout. Mookie Betts or Altuve. Now, the only way I can see it being Trout is in kind of a 1987 uh, Andre Dawson type of thing. I mean, you know, you don't have somebody from a, a team under 500 win the MVP unless they've had an unbelievable year. Right. Uh, it, it's not most outstanding player. It's most valuable player. So, I mean... There is, I mean, there there could be the argument that Trout should win it every year. Uh, Mookie Betts has uh, certainly on a great team, a lot of players on that team. Uh, Altuve would be my personal favorite, but uh, I think it should be Mookie Betts. Right. Do you think that Mookie Betts? Uh, but I do think it will be Mike Trout. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Because uh, you know, for Betts, the biggest thing working against him is so many key contributors on his own team it, it, but he made sure. it as the finalist so you know it yeah. speaks better for him but you think it'll be trout when it's all said and done anyway yeah, i think it should be. i mean it, until we redefine it you know uh, until if this is most outstanding player most you know valuable uh it's hard i mean I, I can't see the angels having lost that many more games if trout is gone you know so it's hard to say you know yeah, well, I, I think it's going to be Altuve. I, I kind of was thought he was my guy for throughout the year. Um, he Astros were so up and down. I mean, you know that's true. Yeah, they lack they lack the consistency. But of he, the three, Mookie is the you know the one that was on a a winner you know of sorts. Yeah, Astros a big disappointment. 
Yeah, yeah. In, but they look like they're making some noise in oh, the free yeah, agent yeah. market and some trades here. We'll get to that. Um, I still hold out on Altuve because of this. The writers, it seems as though baseball is trending towards the Altuve-type player, you know, just all-around greatness. And since the Astros contended longer than the Angels, that's why I'm going to give it to Altuve. And, you know, uh, Hit King. All three of those people are pretty much all-around players. Oh, right, so. that's you're very true. Good point, good point. Um, Altuve's in the infield. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but, you know, I, I think that Betts probably lost some votes along the way, and, 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 and so Trout, the under 500 team. So I think Altuve. And let me ask you about the finalist system because well, I'm not overly and, and by, familiar. By the way, I will s- remind you that I did choose Betts at the beginning of the year. You did. You right. absolutely did. So I owe you a Coke if that comes to pass. Um, all right, so now the National League, not as – clouded as the american league mvp or more so in your opinion uh not as clouded because i really think they're only two contenders chris bryant and uh daniel murphy uh and i I think it should be bryant uh i do as well uh cory seager will get a lot of votes and you know actually you know if we're going like with the whole andre dawson type of vote again uh Arenado should get some votes. Right. But he is not a finalist. No, but I think that Chris Bryant uh wins it over Murphy, even though Murphy had a more prolific hitting year because of his defense. And being and able Bryant to Bryant just played everywhere. You yeah. know, I mean he uh, he enabled Madden to be Madden, you know. And, and isn't that most valuable? If we oh, are I yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, they did win, you know. <laughs> they did win. The Cubs did in fact win. It's it's amazing to be able to say that. Um, all right, so now let's flip over to the uh, – I think it'll be Brian as well, so we're in agreement on that. Um, before we leave, though, uh, the NL MVP, Corey Seager's the Rookie of the Year then. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> that's that's with a golden stamp, so we could cross that off. Um, so now to the Cy Young in the uh, American League. Interesting that Zach Britton, not a finalist. And is this, is this uh, bullpen backlash? I, I really have a hard time. I mean, we've had MVPs that were uh, our Cy Young winners that were relievers in the past. Uh, sure. The uh, But they threw a lot more innings. I just have a hard time with somebody that's not throwing 80 innings being the Cy Young. Uh, now, they are certainly very impactful innings, difficult innings to pitch, uh, stressful innings. Uh, and he is – in more games, uh, but you know, was it Willie Hernandez? How many he pitched 114 innings or something when he won? Or 140 or something? There was a four right. in there somewhere, right? Uh, and it was triple digits. I'm right, confident yeah. as well. Over 100. Whereas Britain did what 53? Yeah. So I mean, you know, and it's uh, it, so I, I'm not that i'm okay with britain now, i think britain was like kind of like the fifth choice or so and that may have been you know about appropriate well and you know for the for the orioles i mean are we thinking of cy young as the most valuable pitcher in the in the league or just the best overall pitcher i mean I the cy same young argument ha- cy young has always kind of been like the best pitcher in the league right you know, because uh, you can argue uh and i am right now that um britain is the reason why the Orioles went to the uh, the wild card game, and also the reason <laughs> that they lost it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Ironically enough, um, Tillman 
had, you know, I mean, he had a good impact with them making uh, the all-star game. Uh, not the all-star game, I mean, making the uh, playoffs. Right, sure. But, you know, without Britain closed, you know, being locked down towards the, towards the end yeah, of the year. Yeah. So, uh, but of the three finalists, you have Kluber, you have Porcello, and then surprisingly enough, Verlander. Verlander getting the love. So oh, I, I think uh, Verlander deserves to be in there. I, I, really I do, do as well, yeah. Uh, I know you do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, a little biased. I think Kluber should get it. I mean, and this puts him as, even prior to the series stuff, uh, this makes him a two-time winner, and that's elite stuff. You know? Yeah, and and twice same, in three same years. Same thing would be true with Verlander. You know, he would be a two-time winner as well. Right, Kluber twice in three years, though. Yeah, very, very, uh, very elite uh, company. Um, I too am going to give it to Kluber. And is Rick Porcello the poster child for just how devalued wins have become? Perhaps, perhaps. Yeah, but his ERA is pretty darn good this year as well. Uh, good season by him. But yeah, oh yeah, unbelievable year. Yeah, and for Verlander, let's go ahead and cross off comeback player of the year for the American <laughs> League. Seems like that would be a lock as well. Uh, I don't think it is. Ah, all right. Some intrigue still to come on that. Um, all right, and then the National League, Cy Young. You know, here's a great thing. There are World Series players all over these awards. Sure. So it seems like we really got a year with the best teams in it at the end. But National League Cy Young, Hendricks and Lester both coming out of the Cubs, and then you Max Scherzer. So who and, wins it? Uh, I think Scherzer was – I mean, I think Lester's going to win it, but I think Scherzer had the best year. I think uh, Jose Fernandez should have been among the finalists. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, I think that's a real good call. And I think that we have a, a Fernandez Award coming yes. somewhere down the road named after him. Um, so you're saying that you would give it to Scherzer and that Scherzer is going to win. He held that. No, I, I think Lester uh, will, will, will win, but I think Scherzer should get it because uh, Washington was so broken this year. I mean, Scherzer was a horse. Oh, yeah. I mean, and they rode him uh, – you know the whole way and they ended up in the playoffs you know that's yeah and you know there's a good part of that it's because the Mets were really broken down as well so right um I am gonna say that Lester wins as well and if Lester and Kluver are the two Cy Young Award winners I think back even more fondly on the World Series that just concluded because how often do you see that that the two Cy Young Award winners squared off in the in the World Series well, that's true I'd have to do some research on that. 95? Probably not. I don't know. Um, all right. So, manager of the year. Um, in the American League, Buck Showalter is the finalist. <laughs> Definitely good for him that they didn't vote post <laughs> the regular season or after the postseason was in the books. Um, we'll go ahead and I, I don't know. Does he have a reasonable shot of winning? I mean, let's just look at the regular sure season. Does. Sure, yes, because the voting was done before the playoffs. Uh, you know, and everybody knows what he does. Yeah, and you have Bannister though, and you have uh, Tito, and uh, I think it's a lock that it's Tito. Uh, I do too. I mean, the um, they you look at how broken they were down the stretch. Oh, I mean, sure. You know. Uh, their best player and Brantley you know, gone almost the whole year. Two of their top three starting pitchers, you know. Yeah, and and they really they held on they held off that division pretty well. I mean, the Tigers made a late charge. 
um, as did the, uh, the the Royals had a moment where they were coming back in. But uh, the big key is how uh, the the Indians' complete dominance of the Tigers uh, mm-hmm. throughout the year. Um, so I'm giving it to Tito all the way. And then in the National League, you've got Dusty Baker, Joe Madden, uh, Dave Roberts. The Madden is pretty lucky <laughs> that yeah. they voted on it before the World Series. Um, but given that, you seem to think that it's going to be Dave Roberts. I, I'm shocked that the Dodgers were as good as they were with Kershaw out and, uh, and the, the turmoil that was on that team. I think he did a wonderful job. And particularly, it, he's also managing under about 10 G- general managers, you know? Right. And that makes it, it's got to make it more difficult. You know, it's, gotta, it's kind of a Walt Weiss type of thing. Yeah, his job was the most challenging, and and really, he had to, I guess, walk the the finest tightrope to to keep that all together, right? Because right. he was also coming into a somewhat of a volatile bullpen with, you know, don't know about Puig. He had to send Puig to the minors. Right, right. Um, it's a great case, and and he, he I think he got uh pretty overlooked in that sense. Um, because I still think it'll be Madden and uh, Madden. 103 wins, Chicago Cubs. I mean, it's hard not to give it to yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the and way the Cubs are going to be awarded. Yeah. And they were last year. And they, you know, yeah. they're going to be awarded for a while. Um, but Dusty Baker, you know, you know, I think he did a great job. And I'm not a Dusty Baker fan. Yeah. And consi- as a manager. Right. And considering how that team was last year. Right, so right. across the board, he great was candidates. the right person for the job. Yeah, so I think it'll be Madden, but you've stated a great case for Roberts. He, sh- he should hire you as his agent. Mm. Um, rookie of the year, National League, Seager. Seager, but we had, I mean, uh, Turner and Story, both great rookies. I mean, uh, yeah. you know, the, but Seager was, yeah. Yeah, and Maeda was fun to watch, but Right, too. right, right. You know, I think that was my... I, I think we both agreed it would be a Dodger, and I think yeah. I ended up saying Maeda at the beginning of it. Um, but in the American League, Gary Sanchez is a finalist. How do you feel about that, considering he only played two months? Um, rookie of the year is not like Cy Young. Cy Young, you can pitch 60 innings and be a finalist, you know, sometimes, you know, or uh, – but rookie of the year, they don't have any control as to when they come up. I mean, and there have been rookies of the year who did not play that much of the season. Now, I don't think he stands a chance, <laughs> you know. Uh, I But uh, the MLB has to throw Yankees a bone somewhere or another. And, sure. And I think this may be the bone that they threw the New York Yankees. But – uh, and I think Sanchez is going to be a good ball player, but he can't touch Fulmer. You know, I mean, right. I think that's as much of a lock as Seager is. Yeah, and you know, Tyler Naquin, just good job by you. I mean, no more Mazzara. You know, yeah, there there have been several good. Yeah, our, uh, Gary Sanchez. It'll be interesting to see if he is who we think he is, or if he becomes like Kevin Mass. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> So I think it's Kevin Moss. Kevin Moss, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, spelled with an A though. Yeah. Um, all right, and then finally, um, we have the comeback, uh, player of the year. American League. We're both on the Verlander train, correct? No, I, not necessarily. Uh, Ian Desmond 
brings the Rangers, gives the Rangers the pennant. Uh, that's a good call. Uh, and, you know, he was nothing. I mean, he, you know, they got him. I mean, he was, he didn't even have a position. Uh, the, uh, and I think you can make a real case for Hanley Ramirez, too, uh, who yeah. uh, did a lot. I think Chris Tillman uh, of the Orioles. I think been, there were a lot of uh, bounce-back players in the American League. Uh, I think I would give it to Desmond I, uh, over, well, I don't know. See, I, Verlander uh, in 15 Last half of the season, he pitched well, but just kind of uh, bad luck. I mean, you know, so right. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I, I I think Desmond bounced back further. Yeah, that's a good call. I, I I think that Verlander though had a couple years struggling, and everybody was just convinced that he had lost. Right, it. he had thrown so many innings and all that stuff. Yeah, and to come back with you know the output that he had this year and the number of strikeouts. So I think that since he won't win the Cy Young, that the the, the, the vote will go to him for um, the comeback player of the year. But then in the National League, your thoughts on the National League comeback player of the year? I think it will either be – it'll come from our division. It'll yeah. come from uh, the NL East. Uh, I think Ozuma had a, a real bounce back year. But I don't – it's going to be hard to not give it to Jose – uh, yeah. I mean, he had 11 starts in 15, but he was, I mean, you look, you know, he's close to being a Cy Young candidate. Uh, yeah. The, uh, I think Wilson Ramos uh, on the Nats and uh, as well as Anthony Rendon. Uh, Rendon. Um, yeah. The uh, Ramos all of a sudden hit, you know, found his bat again. Uh, Rendon is one of these guys that's coming back from injury. You know, your comeback player is one of the others. Uh, you know, and I, I like to think of the comeback player as somebody who's not just coming back from injury, which eliminates Jose. Uh, in which case, we also got to give a little love for Julio. Yeah, that's true. I yeah. mean, you know, he, he's uh, all-star this year, and, you know, he pitched like a, a – we've already always said about the Braves of the last three or four years, they just don't have a number one. You but know, he pitched pretty much like a number one. Yeah, it really did for the first time in his career. But let's be honest, even more so, shouldn't Schwerber get <laughs> some sort of – that's the no. comeback of the year. <laughs> the voting goes before the playoffs. <laughs> I understand that. But I think if you're going to go <laughs> reopen the ballots and start and tear one of them up, that might be the one because, I mean, that was incredible. I don't think we should talk about reopening the ballots. No, it's hard to talk about awards and voting right now as well. So, um, but we'll get to that. Uh, am I leaving out any of them that are of significance to you? Uh, you know, any comments on the Gold Glove Award winners or the Silver Slugger Awards? No. You don't think of those as the traditional awards? Oh, I, no, not really. Uh, I mean, I don't know how the voting is done for those anymore. I know that for years the um, players chose the gold glove uh, winners. Sure. And they would, they're generally not the best judges. Uh, they would be like, ah, uh, got to give it to Maddox. You know, you know, he's, right. uh, you know, he's the, the gold glove every year. And there'd be some years where, I mean, and Smoltz still burns about this, you know, saying years that he should have got it where Maddox got it. But I mean, and the same thing, there were years where uh, 
Ozzy was not the best shortstop right. in the National League, sure. but he got it every year just because the players. I don't know, vote for Ozzy. Yeah. Well, you know, interesting that Yadier Molina gets gold gloves right. as much as he does, but pretty deserving. I thought of of the Silver Slugger Award, the most intriguing uh, position was pitcher in the National League, and it goes to Arietta over Bumgarner. I wonder how that's going to play out oh, I don't know. next year. Um, they're going to mud wrestle for it, <laughs> yeah. or arm wrestle over the top style. Um, all right, so now let's move on to a couple of, Big, no pun intended, free agent <laughs> signings. Uh, well, uh, was Dickey a, a free agent or a trade? He was free agent. Yeah, he was a free yeah. agent. All right, so the two free agent signings here in Atlanta, R.A. Dickey and the Tornado, Bartolo Colon. How excited are you to see these two in a Braves uniform in 2017? Uh, I, uh, I I think it'll be fun. Uh I don't think either of them will be real effective, but they both could give us innings. They could uh, be chips come the trade deadline. They will hold down the fort until we bring up some other people. We just signed them for one year. Uh, so a knuckleball pitcher and a, a great power hitter. Uh, the uh, <laughs> I, I do think it – us getting, I, I said this earlier, I, I think the Braves getting Bartolo Colon puts so much more pressure on the Mets to sign Cespedes because now they, they only, you know, they can't afford to lose both of their great power hitters. <laughs> right. uh, they lost their second most potent power source. Right. Yeah, it's uh, true. What a win. And with inner division as well. Right. Uh, so, you know, but it, it'll be fun. Uh, it does make me think I, I should like start loosening up the old soup bone because of the age <laughs> thing here. Yeah, I may be a little bit too old. They're youngsters. Uh, somebody on Facebook, uh, uh, Julia, uh, reminded me that Bartolo is a triple short of the career cycle. <laughs> so I'll be rooting for that very much so. <laughs> Um, that would be a great thing to see. Yeah, to Julia in Oregon, thank you for that. Um, I'm I'm curious though about if we think that either the I mean R. A. Dickey, you know, hey, in the tradition of Nuxy, but the Jays didn't even put him on their uh, playoff roster. Yeah, it, I mean, is this more about the veteran leadership from him, and you know, and it, it doesn't it makes it so that we don't have to pressure. The Ellis Sean Newcombs. And... Yeah, I mean, that they uh, they can mature a little bit more. They're not going to be pushed up. Uh, you know, who knows? Whistler or Blair or somebody could force them out of the rotation. Fine. They're a one-year sign. You know, neither of them uh, are going to break the bank in today's market, you know, and everything. We might be able to get rid of I mean, we uh, Braves have done pretty well the last few years of getting something for these you know, uh, over the hill pitchers that they keep signing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of amazing. And, you know, uh, to think that things like the Simmons trade, which was so painful when it happened, it seems to be working out we'll really see. well. So we'll see. All right. Well, you know, free agency, we know it doesn't really start until the winter meetings. That's when the deals start getting done and it allows for the qualifying offers to be, uh, accepted or rejected. Um, just real quick, you know, judging this year's free agent class by against last year's, um, are we going to see a lot more trades than signings or that are going to be noteworthy? Oh, we could. I think 
particularly because there's so few pitchers that are available, uh, starting pitchers in particular. Uh, the White Sox need to – I mean, they're not a type of team that, like, really goes on youth movements, but they need to clean house. They need – you know, it's time – You know, uh, yeah. The uh, – I, I almost use the term. I, I don't even want to. I don't even want to. Yeah, it. I understand. Uh, the uh, but the White Sox. Uh, you know, if Chris Sale goes on the market, what what could he bring? You know, this year, um, and so I I think there, and I I think with the retirement of Big Poppy, the Red Sox are going to go out. I think Incarcion probably ends up there. You know, they, sure. They, uh, the there are enough hitters around to make their mark. Right. But the pitching is just really weak. Well, and speaking of which, Verlander, uh, early rumors are that he was going to go to Houston. So do you think that that comes to pass? I mean, the, the, talk about a team that needs to get younger. Right. The Detroit Tigers. Oh, very much so. I mean, and, and they have, uh, I think, I think Verlander will be traded. Uh, uh, you know, and good for both parties. You know, uh, you know, I, I hope he continues to pitch well. Right, and for maybe a team in better contention status. Right. Although the Tigers are right there at the end, uh, they but, were indeed. Yeah, but I, I don't see it. They're getting pretty old, long in the tooth. Yeah, and with Norris and Fulmer now, you know, they're going to have to get paid, and those are young assets. And right. so, yeah, um, Verlander seems like a, a, a you can move him fairly easily. Even though he's got an albatross type contract, what about Miggy? Is Miggy Cabrera really going to get traded from Detroit? Um, I think it's very possible. Yeah, where is, he would have to go to a Yankees, right? Like, isn't that a Yankee move to do? He is uh, as long in the tooth as he has been. It is, or he is. It is hard to say there is a uh, direct line for him. Sure. I mean, uh, the uh, I definitely see him going to an American League team. Oh yeah, he would. Yeah, the ability to DH is uh, yeah. increases his value. That's the only way he yeah. can play a whole season. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, a lot remains to be seen. Um, so coming into home, you know, this was a year unlike any other, uh, and with this election that just that just can happened. Um, you have a lot of division out there uh, in this country. Um, but with that, we look to baseball. How, I don't know how to even pose this question. I mean, your feelings now that this election has come to pass and thinking about baseball, I mean, what, I, what do we do here? What do we do here now? <laughs> Considering all this hatred and anger that seems to be flowing around there, we come off one of the greatest World Series ever, one of the greatest Game 7s ever, and now this. Uh, initially, I wanted to just stick my head in the hole. And uh, and I think I have the same belief as a lot of people do. Whatever, whoever you were voting for, the, the election was just ugly and awful. And, Agreed. Uh, the, uh, we all wanted to be over. Uh, and half the country didn't want it to be over the way it ended up. Uh, right. But uh, there have and, – and I – I used to watch uh, Morning Joe every morning, uh, MSNBC. I, you know, as a kind of a political junkie, uh, and I haven't watched it at all since the election. I, you know, my my interests are like I don't want to 
I, I don't want any part of it right now. I, I've watched more football games uh, in the last few days than I would normally do, uh, and they were awful. Uh, <laughs> right. the, all the games that I watched were just ugly games. Uh, and the uh, I, I've watched a couple more basketball games than I normally would. I um, the diversion uh, read more. Uh, there you go. The uh, but. Well, here, of course, you know, the North Georgia mountains are burning, yeah. raining ash all over the place. So Cubs win the World Series, reality TV star is elected president, and the sky is on fire. It seems yeah, pretty clear true. what's happening. But uh, but as in throughout our history, we have always, in times of crisis, turned to sports, baseball in particular. I mean, look, look at what piazza's home run does you know after the uh the trade towers uh and that out. world series right. post 9-11 right yeah uh, i mean and look at uh you know in the 30s uh the, the turning to baseball uh after um great depression yeah after the yeah. depression uh roosevelt keeping baseball afloat during the 40s and having the players march out with bats like they were uh rifles and stuff sure. I mean, uh, I mean, it, it, it's we've always you know where have you gone joe dimaggio uh sure a nation turns its lonely eyes to you and that's what we do as a nation and um yeah I, that's what i'm doing right now that's how i'm coping i'm like forgetting everything else and like thank goodness i have baseball and that's been that's been true for me at depressing parts of my life not that i you know uh, but in time, I've always turned to baseball, and that's what I'm doing now. I as well. And baseball has afforded us so many great moments from this year. Um, you know, it was interesting. I, as as the World Series uh, concluded, and you know, we had that blissful two or three days where we're just you know, like every baseball fan out there. I mean, the casual baseball fan came back so strongly for this World Series, for it, this postseason. Uh, sure, and in part because Tim McCarver's not there anymore and John Smoltz is. Yes, right here. John John Smoltz, there you have it. The greatest announcer ever. <laughs> um, yeah, there's that. There's the fact that, you know, the compelling storylines. And, you know, at the end of the World Series, somebody had to lose. Um, but... We all could. Oh, baseball won. Baseball won, but baseball fans won. I mean, if you're a Cleveland Indians fan, even, you know, you have to just love how the rest of the season played out, except, of course, for the end result. But we all shake hands and say, hey, we'll see you again next year. And, no, no, you know, the ratings are so great. I mean, and the MLBs and the network's uh, belief that. You have to have the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Dodgers or the Cardinals in the World Series to have good ratings. Well, that does, that's just not true. Yeah, not anymore. Uh, it's just not true. You just have to have exciting teams. You, you were close there, by the way. The ratings, so great. <laughs> they're huge. Believe me. They're going to be the greatest World Series ratings ever. Um, but that being said, I, I thought that the it was interesting how the World Series was kind of paralleling the election. You've got the blue team from Chicago, the red team from conservative Cleveland with the racist mascot, <laughs> the Cubs. It's kind of cuddly on the outside, but if you cross a bear, it'll <laughs> rip your eyes out. The fact that everyone's like, oh, the Cubs have got it going in. They were supposed to be there, and the Indians were not, and then 
you know, God intervened with the rain delay. It was like, wow, this is the real predictor for the election, but except for the ending. Well, you can also turn that around and say, well, the uh, the closer with spousal abuse was with your blue team, and right, you know, uh, sure, the uh, your uh, great citizen is with you know. Uh, so, yeah, uh, understood. I mean, even that, like the Cubs, essentially haven't you know they haven't won a World Series in 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 a in a, a century plus, and you know a female president has never happened. Right, so. A lot of parallels there, but you know, I just hope that I mean, it, there was a lot of things churned up in this election. That you're right; it just at, at the end of it, it was so nasty and so hateful and negative. And I, I you know, I, I love how positive baseball was this year more than ever, and how everybody saw how great it was to to just catch on to this compelling storyline. And um, I'm, you know. <laughs> Pitchers and catchers can't get here soon enough. And we have a World Baseball Classic to look forward to. Team Israel is going to be there, which we're big fans of. So, so I don't know. We'll press on. We'll press on. Hope springs eternal, right? There you go. Maybe it'll turn out. All right. Well, thank you to everyone uh, watching on the YouTube channel, uh, listening to the podcast uh, on iTunes and on SoundCloud. Uh, you can find all things Running the Bases at runningthebases.com. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook. Um, and you know, we got, got a lot of free agencies <laughs> to talk about. So, um, we should be going into our analysis of the, uh, for the oncoming season for what different teams need in the oncoming weeks. Yeah. And we got hall of fame coming up. That'll yeah. be interesting this time around as well as it typically is, although they won't have the rock star member like they had this year with king griffey right. in the last few years but anyway so leave your comments leave your feedback tell us what we're doing well tell us what you want us to talk about and we'll do it right here on the show so for coach bounds i am tucker wells this is the running the bases podcast coming into home and we're safe coach you have a good night good, good night. sir <laughs> go america <laughs> <laughs>